your message like what's the questions what are we talking about see i i i tell y'all y'all don't know what y'all talk about till you get here i don't never tell anybody what they talking about because guess what half the time i don't know <laughs> well that sounds just like you so you i know. know right it's just it's amazing but guess what it always works out god be like god you know i got an interview right you going you gonna give me something, right? Right. He be like, "You be all right. You'll get it." I be like, "Okay." So I just—that's how you know when you like, yeah, where you are, where you're supposed to be. Because yeah. I just—I tr- when I say I trust them, I just trust them full, full flat. So, but and I know anyway, it's gonna be good. Trust me. What we're talking about is right up your alley. You got this in the bag. I'm not even worried about it. And so. I was as I, I was trying to come up with something different, but I was like, okay, no, we're gonna do with this. And, and then even today, as I was just looking at some things and reviewing, I was like, ooh, there are some other things. So I don't know. I was like, I might have to have Michelle back. You know, talking about uh, what you do is like is a lot. Like it's deep. It's so much unpacking. But anyway, oh, let me. Sure. Yeah, I know. So, but let me back up. Let me, I'm about to get ahead of myself because I'm excited. So let me back up <laughs> and, and get to the beginning and and do this thing right so all right y'all welcome 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 y'all to another episode of praying and preaking with your girl georgette aka the preaker i'm super excited as i always say because in the building today i have none other than my girlfriend michelle mitchell is in the building y'all know how i do i let them introduce themselves because can't nobody talk about them like they can. But let me go ahead and get into this word of prayer because I had already started like digging into this thing because what this woman does right here is so needed. It is something that will cause you to really have some triggers about some certain things, including me, because I was just like, oh boy, this is like a really, really good topic because we all have something rooted around uh, what Michelle does. And so I'm super excited to have her in the building because I know that I'm going to learn something today. <laughs> I know that I'm going to have, I hope I you know, can keep it together, but it's going to be some things here that I am going to learn as well. But let me go ahead and get into this word of prayer. Next thing you voice you'll hear is Michelle and I'll let her introduce herself and then I will give her the topic because she, she emailed me this morning talking about, you ain't send me no questions. No, I did not. <laughs> I like to be prepared. I know. That's, and, and that's why I love it because everybody who will usually come on, they're like, what? No questions. Like they like to be, that's that type A business personality we'd like to be. But guess what? And that's why I love it because I, I don't let y'all be prepared. I just give it to y'all. But y'all, you are prepared because you are in your element and you are a genius at what you do and so you you are prepared so just trust him so dear heavenly father lord we just come right now first and foremost god just thanking you father god for this day lord god i thank you for this opportunity lord god i do not take it lightly father god to be able to sit down and chit chat with michelle she is extremely busy so i thank her thank her thank her for giving me some time father god to come and sit down and talk with me to share with me father god to be able to help one lord god that's what i say if this message just reached one person father god to help them to assist them to equip them father god we will be happy lord i ask that you touch everything mm, everything that michelle has her hands in all of her her gifts and her talents that she pour into people on a daily basis, Lord God, may you be able to manifest it and grow it, Father God, far more than what she could ever think, imagine, or dream. Lord, and we just thank you. We honor you today in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen, 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 amen. So Michelle, tell the people what you want them to know about you. Who are you? What you do? Whatever. I I leave that up to y'all. So. 
Hi, my name is Michelle Mitchell. I am the owner here of Mitchell Consulting, where we help you, the business owner, bridge the gap between your passion and making profit. Uh, mm. So that's what we do uh, on a daily basis. I am a friend of Georgette's. Uh, I love this girl. She makes me laugh every time <laughs> I see her. Um, but what we love to do here at Mitchell Consulting is to help educate the entrepreneur on money finances and mindset and business growth and all the in-between because it takes all of that to produce profits in your business. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. And Michelle, tell them where, where you live, Michelle. Tell, when I, I live in Kalamazoo, Michigan That's with same. my husband mm-hmm. and my two, well, my two adulting children. So. Mm-hmm. I said, where the heck is Kalamazoo? When I first met her, I said, where the world is that? <laughs> it's real. Kalamazoo is a real place. I, I know it is because you lives there. But yeah. I was like, Kalamazoo? What the world? <laughs> well, about, all the- about 40 minutes east of um, Lake Michigan. I mean, I, I grew up on Lake Michigan. It was like 10 minutes from my house. But yeah. where I live now, it's about 40 minutes from Lake Michigan. Well, all that snow. Mm-mm. Can't yeah, do it. A lot of snow. Mm-hmm. I know. I know you do. That's why I love you from afar, <laughs> not in that snow. Mm-mm. She won't do it. No, no, no. It's like 80 degrees, 85. I, yeah, I see the sun shining behind you. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, Michelle, so the topic of today is, and it's funny because you actually said some of the words in there, but when I was thinking, okay, like, what can I talk to Michelle about? It's about money mindset. So that's what we're going to talk about today because, like we said, it's about teaching and a whole, like, digging up those roots and getting that stuff out so that you can get to the bottom so that your business can be profitable. So when you hear that, you know, money mindset, like, what is the first thing that comes to mind when you hear that, those words, money mindset? Mm. Unpacking the baggage. <laughs> no, because we all carrying suitcases around. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. As it uh-huh. relates to money, we're all carrying suitcases around. And uh, because it's not uh, something that most families talk about, mm-hmm. you know, things are rooted from your childhood about your relationship with money. And if you're not intentional about changing that, you will continue to lug your suitcase around and you will add more baggage to it as you go, especially as an entrepreneur, because if you're not unpacking that relationship with money, uh, you, you devalue what you do, you don't charge enough, or you, you have windfalls in your business and you spend all the money and you have nothing to show for it. Or, you know, you ignore the fact that, yes, you're going to have to pay taxes and you do nothing about that. You know, it all Mm -hmm. comes from the owner's mindset about money. Mm. Yes. So important. Yeah. It's so important. Like, I mean, it's yeah, I'm going to keep on going because we're going to get into the We're going to definitely get into this a little bit deeper. And so. I want to know what what are three money myths that you know that you assist your um, clients to dispel? Like because there's so many out here, but just mm-hmm. give me three. <laughs> yeah, so there there's a couple types of people that you know you work with. Um, one is the anxious person who like they can't sleep at night because this this money thing bothers them. Um, and they don't know what to do about it. And then there's the other person who typically put blinders on and just like, we're not going to talk about it. We're not going to look at it. We're not going to do nothing about it. So the first, um, the first thing I would say is acknowledge. Like that's mm. the first thing you need to unpack. Acknowledge where you are. It doesn't matter. We don't care where you start from because you don't know what you don't know. Mm, that's good. So the first, um, you know, the first myth I would like to dispel is it's okay where you are. It's okay where you are. And, you know, acknowledge where you are 
and then seek help because you're not a doctor. You can't diagnose yourself, but maybe if you contact a professional, you know, that's caring and compassionate and non-judgmental, they can help you unpack that and help you move along the path so you can, um, so you can at least look at your money and not feel anxious or not feel like, oh, if I look at it, it, you know, you know, something gonna happen to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's two camps of people, really. Mm-hmm. You know, that I would like to dispel that. Like, just acknowledge it. Take a look at it. It's okay. It ain't gonna kill you. Um, the other one is. Um, a lot of times I hear, well, I'm not, I'm just not good with money. Why not? You're good with everything else. You get, you're good with other things in your life. You're choosing not to be good with money. Oh. It's a choice. So, um, and you know, that goes back to the acknowledgement part, mm-hmm. but then you can choose to do differently. You can make a choice. Um, And then maybe the last one is um, just just creating better money habits, Mm. just better money habits. And when you know what a a good money habit is, maybe you can try to add some of those habits into your life. Mm -hmm. Mm. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I hope y'all hearing this. Mm -hmm. Come on in the room with that because I'm like, yes, come on in the room. Mm -hmm. So, and and so with that being said that, you know, these type of people are out there, they, people don't want to acknowledge, they want to hide like that's, you know, if I just don't look at it, I won't know. Like, you know, that's, which is, is not going anywhere. Like let's address the elephant in the room. Okay. Mm -hmm. As we say, so with that being said, then how do you then begin to equip your uh, clients to start to change this mindset? And, you know, you can just give us a few. I, I know there's there's a lot and everyone I know is different. It depends on the business and the person. But just, you know, I guess maybe one of your last clients or something, a new client, like what are some of the things that you do to kind of equip them to, to start unpacking these suitcases and these bags? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first thing I would, um, you know, the first thing we do, it, it depends on where the entrepreneur is in their in their journey, whether they're at the beginning or middle or end, you know, or they could be scaling and, you know, they are generating more money, but they're not managing the money well. So mm. let's manage money first, you know, and it's because you don't know what to do with it. You, you because in your personal life, you just allow things to kind of happen. And I like to uh, help people tell their money where to go. Mm. That's the first step. I mean, it's not, people think a budget is so restrictive, but you're actually telling your finances what to do for you. Mm. Because there's, there's no, um, emotion with money money is a tool and the tool should help you build what you want so tell your money where to go um so the first thing that um i teach my clients is let's begin to manage your cash flow so we're going to tell your money where to go all money comes in to one account and then we tell it what to do We tell it it's to pay expenses or pay bills. We tell it we're going to tag you for profit and we're going to set you aside. We're going to tell it, okay, now that dollar right there, that's for taxes. And then these leftover dollars over here, that's to pay me the owner. We're going to tell it where to go. Mm. So just like when I talked about building those new habits, creating the discipline to direct the funds where they need to go is one of the things that a business owner does. I don't do that for you. I'm not going to say this is how much you should put in each bucket, but you as the CEO and the CFO of your business, you tell the buckets how much you're supposed to go in each one. 
And Mm -hmm. the more you do that, the more discipline you create with that, the more you develop the good habit. Mm -hmm. So that's really the, the first thing. And just by talking about the cash flow helps you develop that good habit of telling your money where to go. Yeah. And it's something you said, I wrote down a note because I I wanted to kind of touch on that. You said something about your personal and your business. And so this wasn't even something that was on there, but it just stood out to me. And so do you find that it's difficult if, you know, the person's personal, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) finances are a mess Mm -hmm. and then now they're in business. Well, I mean, yeah, a mess. I'm Mm going to say a mess. And now they're in business. And so how does that carry over? Or or do you have people that their personal is a mess, but then their business is tight? Like, I'm kind of curious to know about that. Or is it typically if their personal is a mess, the business is a mess too? Or <laughs> I mean, there's some exceptions. There's some people who, you know. That is true. So mm-hmm. what I find is um, most people, if your personal finances are messy and you don't take care of them you find it happening in the business you Mm. know and they're commingling funds because oh i got money in my business account let me just go on and pay with my business credit card or let me go on and pay take this out of my business money but what i find on the back end being an accountant is that I can't help you uh, analyze your financial statements when you have personal things coming out of your business accounts. Mm -hmm. So that's that person. Then you have the other person that, uh, okay, I started this business and I want to do everything right. You know, I want to do everything right. So they're so rigid on themselves in their business um, that, that causes problems because you're like every penny you want to put it in a category and that doesn't help either. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you got to have a balance. You got to have a balance right. both. Um, you can't have, you know, one over way the other. But pretty typically, if someone starts a business and their personal they don't know what their own personal budget is, they're going to commingle funds in, in the business because they don't know how to pay, like have a structure to pay themselves. Mm-hmm. So they just, oh, um, I had one person <laughs> tell me, well, I buy, you know, I buy all of my paper towels and toilet paper and all of my household disposables through my business. I'm like, but what kind of business you got? Can you, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. How am I going to look at your business and say whether or not it's profitable when you buy all your household stuff through it? I, wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, yes, there are business tax write-offs that business owners can utilize, but that that one you really need to think about. So, but typically mm. that's what I see. If it's, if personal is messy, business going to be messy. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and and, and it's okay because that's why people like Michelle exist because she's able to assist you and and help you and get you right and unpack that stuff. So everything will be on point because that is what we are aiming for. And so, yeah, absolutely. So wow, they're buying the toilet paper and the paper towels through the business. The the dishwasher soap. Mm, okay. What you doing? Okay, so Michelle, for those you you you've used a couple of terms, and I didn't have that either. But let let's talk about this commingling thing because I think a lot of people do not like that. Is one of the number one rules that you learn for? Well, there's a lot of rules, but when it comes to finances mm-hmm. and business, like so, tell people what commingling is. You know, I didn't have it, but I, when you said it, I'm like, cause a lot of people don't know. Mm-hmm. So can you explain what that is? Sure. Mm-hmm. Commingling of funds in a business. Uh, well, let's go back here. First off, your business should be a separate entity from your personal self. 
So there should be a legal separation between you and your business. That way, your personal assets are covered if anything happens in the business, right? So when I say commingling of funds, that means you're using business funds for personal uh, expenses, whether it's in your bank accounts, your credit card accounts, or you just have one bank account and you're using it for both personal and business. Because I hear people say all the time, well, I need to fund my business. You know, I'm not making Mm -hmm. enough in my business, so I have to use my personal money in my business. And my response to that question uh, or that thought from an entrepreneur is that then we need to get your business operating efficiently and profitably so that you're not taking your personal money and putting it into the business. Because as an owner, you are a shareholder and you should be making money from your business. It shouldn't be the other way around. Otherwise, you have a problem. You have a problem with what services or products you have. You have a problem with pricing. You have a problem with efficiency. You have a lot of other problems that putting your own personal money over and over and over again into your business is just not working. So commingling of the funds is there's no separation between your personal finances and your business finances. Gotcha. Thank you. For those who are just starting out who may not know what commingling is. So, and you know, that's so, and I'm glad I asked that because we kind of touched on where where I'm going next and and where I want to go the road on the questions. So for those, you know, we we talk about um, value when you said that when people are not valuing their business. So I'm sure you probably heard, you know, like, is there a magic formula or any type of formula around to calculate, you know, how to value what you or your business offer to to come up with pricings and things like that? And how do you, you know, because once again, if you're having a hard time valuing yourself just because of some things that have not been brought up or unpacked out the suitcase, then how then you now go into a business and know how to price or value what you offer. And so do people like, is there a magic formula or how do I know? And, and it's kind of, you know, and I know it depends on the business too, because if you're doing something, especially something like, you know, coaching or, um, you know, ministry work or, you know, especially things involving, you know, ministry and, and money. That's a whole nother, right. <laughs> that's a whole nother topic, but mm-hmm. like, you know, what, what, what do you say to people? Because, you know, I, that, that's like a real issue with people with that whole value and mm-hmm. pricing and how do you tie it together? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that is a big issue. And, um, it depends of course, on the type of business you have, but let's just take your coaching or ministry, for instance. So ministry, <laughs> well, you know, we're going to pass the offer plate and that's what we're going to give our people, right? Okay. Some people do it that way and others is here's my fee for the engagement. Mm-hmm. Boom, right? So it depends on your mindset and how comfortable you are in the value that you deliver on which way you're going to go. I'm going to pass off and play and get what I get. Or here is my rate for this engagement. Mm. You know, both of them probably will meet your need. But one is probably going to outweigh the other. Put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um So the first thing I would say is know what you need personally, period. You need to know how much money you need to be earning on a weekly, monthly basis uh, for your personal life to run effectively. That's where I would start on any kind of business, whether you're product-based or service-based. You need to know how much much you need to live on, right? Right. Because you're you're the um, CEO of this business. So the CEO needs a salary. 
but we don't know what that salary should be if you don't even know how much it costs for you to live, right? Mm-hmm. And cover mm-hmm. your life. So once you have that number and then you think about what you're delivering to your client, what type of service or product you're delivering to your client and the and how you identify the need or the problem that you're solving for that client is the value that they will give you in return in the form of money. So it's not just slapping a price on something or taking your competitor's price and slapping it on there because you don't know what it takes for that competitor to run their business. Therefore, do you know what it takes for you to run your own business? What type of expenses do you have? I mean, each business can look differently. You know, what type of monthly recurring expenses do you have? Do you have any debt in your business? Do you have any debt personally that you're trying to pay off? Um, Do you have any employees, contractors, or anything like that? All of that should factor into the pricing. So it's not just as simple as slapping a price on and that's what it is, you know, and it's trial and error. You can always change your price. You Mm -hmm. know, that next new client coming in, okay, I'm going to try pricing it this way this time. And then the next one that comes in, I'm going to try pricing it this way. And, And the more you go through this evolution, you'll come up with what your right price will be. Mm-hmm. But it, it takes some uh, finagling. It takes some knowing what your numbers are on your personal side and your business side in order to come up with what that number is. And then that right. number, play with it for a little bit. And then if it's not working, that next new client that come in, try a different price structure. So nothing is written in stone. Yeah. So, so what do you say though to, to the person who says, okay, this is my price and they, you know, they may get it and then they get to the next person and they raise it or whatever. And then they don't get it from that next client. And then they feel like frustrated or they feel like, I know I shouldn't have did this or just, you know, Mm -hmm. what do you tell them? Like, because Maybe that is the right place price, you know, but so what how do you keep them encouraged? Yeah, the way I keep them encouraged is one, you got to know who your client is. Mm-hmm. You got to know who they are, what their need is, and how you can solve it. That's that's what people pay for. How are you going to solve my problem? Like what what is it? And some people will tell me, "I give you any amount of money you want." for you to just take this off my plate. <laughs> I'm like, for real, girl? Come on now. <laughs> Come on in the room. That's the kind right. of class Michelle love. I know that's right. That's Come right. on in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, well, you know, when it comes to those finances, people, if you do not, if you're not a numbers person, if you're not, I mean, it's typically that is, that is one of the number one reasons that businesses do not succeed is because of finances. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the statistic shows that um, 89% of those businesses who hire accountants to help them in their business are more likely to, su- to succeed after five years. Mm. So it's just a matter of finding someone that matches with your personality type. You know, we take the aspect of education. So I always want to educate my client. Yeah, we can we can take everything off your plate. But if I'm not educating you Mm -hmm. as a business owner on what moves you need to make in your business, then that falls back on me. I'm not just a put the numbers in a box and hand you a report. I really want to educate you on the moves that you could be making in your business to generate more profit. You Mm -hmm. know, so you may start out one way and, you know, I tell you to raise your prices 
you raise your prices, then you don't get that next client and then you're discouraged. But was that really the right client for you? Mm-hmm. Were they really mm-hmm. in the right place to hear what you have to offer to help you solve, help them solve their problem? You know, so there's a lot of little nuances to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you do have to have the right types of client and you as the owner have to know that. And that has nothing to do with numbers. You know, mm. but that's Say that again. Say that. Say that again, please. Yes. Say that again. So knowing your right client um, has nothing to do with numbers, but you as the owner need to know who that is. You mm. need to know who you're serving first. I don't care if you're a nonprofit. I don't care if you're in ministry. I don't care if you're a product business or a service business. You got to know who the client is first. You got to know who you're serving. And it has nothing to do with price. Mm, that's good Mm -hmm. because if you get the right client they're gonna buy what you're offering i don't care at what level it is i just heard somebody talking about um bikes and you know you can go to walmart and get a bike for under 100 bucks right this dude had a 3500 bike so Mm -hmm. there is a client at every level Mm. a particular client at every level i love that I'm so writing that down. Go to Walmart and get a $69.99 bike, or you can go to the bike store and pay $3,500, $5,000 for a bike that you pedal. I know I got one. I, I keep pedaled. I know I got one. Well, it ain't $5,000, but I, I paid a, a, yeah, I paid some nice change. Yeah, for so bike, if you think about it like that, mm-hmm. there is a certain type of client who wants a $69 bike. And then there's a client that wants that $5,000 bike. Mm. Which client are you talking to? Because you can't talk to both at the same time. You can't talk to the $69 person and the $5,000 person at the same time. Mm. Has nothing to do with pricing. You got to know who your client is. Mm -hmm. And then you can talk the right language to them and they'll buy whatever you sell it. (laughs) Wow. Mm -hmm. That's good. Most people, yeah, that's, and, and that's where a lot of people kind of, uh, I mean, I'm going to be honest, I, I've struggled there too, you know, but it comes with just, what you say, trial and error. And yeah. you just got to, as you evolve and become more, you know, confident in your business and knowing, mm-hmm. and those are the things that, and it's okay. Like, it's okay. You just have to be honest and be like, you know what? I don't know. Maybe I need some help or maybe I thought I did know, but maybe that's not, you know, and so it's about being with someone, you know, um, like Michelle or, you know, someone else that can really dig in and what we say, unpack them suitcases um, in the beginning. And it's not, you know, this is not uh, easy work, but it's things it's, it's possible work. If you just team up with the right people and be willing to really, because if this is really what you want to do, if this Mm -hmm. is what you are saying that you're going to do, and if you're in it for the long haul, like these are the things that you have to do. And trust me, God, I mean, if, if if we could sit here and tell you, you know, and even still, you know, and my, it's all about pivoting and as things change and as the environment change and as, you know, finances change and the world changes, you know, you have to be able to, to do these things. You have to reevaluate. Hello. It's always, let's take a, the, the cell phone. Hello. There's a new version every time, you know, there's right. always new versions of, of you always new versions of your business find like all of those things and so i if i can give you any advice and and urge you you know to get i trust me i have um <laughs> some people that i have my my accounting team and they've been Ooh, they've been giving me a hard time. I still, I'm, I'm still gonna come over to Michelle. I need some, I need some of Michelle help too, y'all. Michelle been killing it, and and but my late, I, cause I love to, um, I ain't gonna call them out, but my people, yeah, they be slapping me on the hand, but I love to sew into other people, and so they got me on a budget with that. Like you doing too much, but I'm like, you know, you, <laughs> yeah. You always get it back though. And so yeah. I mean it's it's wonderful. But you do have to take care of your business first, that's for you sure. Do. So I yeah. mean and you hit on two things. You said evolve and confidence. Mm-hmm. That's the difference between 
the new business owner and the one that's been doing it for 10 or 15 years. Mm -hmm. You evolve as a person because it's self-development as the CEO that needs to happen where you unpack these suitcases, right? And then the confidence and you gain confidence by doing the work. Mm -hmm. And the more you do the work, the more confident you are about stating what that price is. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. an evolution. It, really it showed. Is. Yeah, it really is. Lord, no. Me and Michelle didn't have some conversations. Yes. <laughs> it is. And it's, y'all, it's not fun, but it's okay. Like, it's just, mm -hmm. just like we said, just get the help that you need and really, really learn yourself. Like you yep. got to know who you are because th these entrepreneur streets is not a game, but you know, it's mm -hmm. rewarding. It is, especially if it's something that you really, really want to do. And a lot of people do give up because they don't have the help and they don't have the assistance that they need to, to be able to do it. And so Michelle, let me ask you, because this just made me think of something else. Like for those people who you know, who really do want it and they're really trying, but maybe they don't even have the finances like to even, you know, when you're starting out and, and a lot of people, it's rough for, for people to even get the financing and, and to be able to stick in there. And they're like, well, I don't even have the money to hire a Michelle, or I don't even have the money to hire someone like what can they do? Or, you know, can they self teach themselves something until they can get there? Or, I mean, how can, you know, what can they do? I mean, of course we want to hire somebody, but what do you suggest? So let me tell you the story about me. Mm. I started my business 10 years ago with nothing, just my knowledge, period. I started with nothing. I had no I had no outside resources, mm. but what I did have was my abilities. Mm -hmm. So I knew I could talk to someone and what I did when I started, it's even before I started Mitchell Consulting, what I did was I applied for a job as an accountant part-time mm. and I went to that interview and they selected me and I talked the owner into hiring me as a contractor because I mm. didn't want to be an employee. I, I talked her into hiring me as a contractor. Fast forward 11 years, she is still my client today. <laughs> she is still my client today. But Come on started, in. No, it started with her mm -hmm. and then... I got introduced to other people. People started referring me. I add another client. I add another client. I add another client. And I never spent every dollar I made ever because I was reinvesting it back into my business. And, you know, in the beginning, it was just little things. I needed these different softwares. So I had to invest in the software, right? I mean, I ran my business on bootstrap for a long time, for a right. long time. I self-educated myself, mm -hmm. you know, then I got to the point, okay, I got regular income coming in, you know, and stuff. I can invest in a little bit, you know? So I hired a bookkeeper to help me like three hours a week. Mm. Cause that's all I could afford. I, could, <laughs> I ain't let them know that, but that's all I could <laughs> And seriously, until I got to the point where I'm like, there's something I'm missing and I'm not getting it from YouTube, Google and free downloads. And that's when I had to really analyze myself and say, am I going to take this to the next level or am I just going to keep doing what I'm doing? But let me just tell you something. God gave me a whisper one day when I was walking through my foyer to my uh, office, and he said, "You be a mediocre." I was like, "Who? Ooh. Who? Not me. I'm not mediocre." Oh, did he come for you like that? <laughs> <laughs> I was being mediocre, so 
So I had a choice to make. I could continue doing what I was already doing, or I could say, okay, God, show me the right way. Point me in the right direction. Mm. What do I need to do? Because I didn't know what I didn't know. And mm. I was educated. I didn't know what I I didn't know what I needed. And he dropped it in my lap. And then he said, now get resourceful. <laughs> but I'm gonna provide. And he provided. He provided. Mm. Mm. He mm. provided. And then, you know, so I'm I'm making changes, I'm doing things. And then I'm like, Lord, these clients getting on my nerves. He was like, prune the vine. Wow. Prune the vine mean getting rid of the clients that weren't ideal for what I was trying to offer them. Mm. So I had to take a step back in order to step up. Woo! Come on here now. Mm. And when you you talk about trust God all the time, when you trust him and what you're mm-hmm. doing and he's in the midst of everything you do, that's why you see me looking like this online today. But I, I know here five years ago. Listen, I got I got to interrupt here right now just so I can tell y'all. Listen, <clears throat> when I met Michelle some years ago. Michelle was not doing any lives. Michelle didn't want to talk. Michelle was like, you want me to do what? I said, Michelle, we're going to go live. When when I met her, I said, we're going to go live. Just we, uh-uh, I ain't going live with you, Jordan. Y'all know I'm always ready to just be. She said, I ain't going live with you. I said, Michelle. And now today, I just told, I said, who this woman here help? Oh, that's why I said that, because Michelle has I mean, like she was already killing it on the the business side and all of that. But now just to see you, Michelle, like and just to see you like now she doing reels like she doing lives like I mean, and like little snippets and like giving it to I'm like, who that? Oh, wait a minute. What's she doing here? So it is. And we, we just have to stay encouraged and I love it. Yeah. And we have to be woke to what God is. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling y'all, like it is a, you got to unpack these things you and unpack the suitcase. And it's not, it is ugly. Like, yeah, it can get ugly. It can get ugly. But what I would have to say is that surround yourself around people who think like you. Mm-hmm. Period. And if that those people aren't in your life today, find them mm. because it makes a difference. It makes a difference because your friends and your family don't understand entrepreneurship. Yes. You know, they don't understand the highs and the lows and the emotional roller coasters. You know that you have to take. They don't understand the risks that you take. You know, so surround yourself with other like-minded people who do know. Mm-hmm. And they're like, girl, you got this. <laughs> like, come on, you can come on this live with me. Yes. Not, right? Yes. You know, because <laughs> matter of fact, Georgia, it was about two years ago today was when I was challenged to go live. Do you remember mm. that? Mm-hmm. It was about two years ago. <laughs> yeah, right around this time. And I have been doing it every week since then. I never stopped. I committed. Mm-hmm. It wasn't all good all the time, but it surely is getting a whole lot better. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. And I'm so, when I say I'm so proud of you, because I was looking, I was like, wait a minute. She got these quick reels, like get in and get out. Like she hit them yep. points and she be gone. She be gone. And I said, okay, here. So, yeah, you just have to stick with you it have to and find yeah. your passion, whatever your passion is, put the resources behind the passion and then it'll show up. You know, it may take some time. It'll show up and everything will come together as long as you don't quit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's not. And, and, and I want to say, too, because I just heard this like in my don't compare yourself to other people you know what i mean because we're all 
somewhere different and where you come like I, I mean and Michelle told me that too you know because I'm looking at Michelle and she's like Georgia but I've been doing this longer than you you know <laughs> you just started and I'm like well Michelle why is that you know and we have to embrace where we are yeah. you know what I mean because I can't look at Michelle's been in business for 11 years she said you know I'm here this is I mean yes I've had businesses along the way but to really be in this entrepreneur journey like i literally just you know i left my job in december of 2019 so i'm still fresh and learning and yes i have a lot of experience like i know a lot of things because i've had a lot of businesses but it's still like so people don't look at what other people are doing look at your it's about getting to know yourself yes. and being honest with yourself mm -hmm. Mm -hmm in your mindset like where yeah. are you in the mindset and not just around money but everything everything you know? everything Being on this entrepreneurship journey is a journey of self-discovery it really yes. is it's a journey of self-discovery and the better you get at discovering whose you are and who you are mm -hmm. the better mm. your business is gonna be yes mm -hmm. absolutely yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You hit that thing. I mean, like <laughs> so, and even in saying that, like, how can people uh generate, you know, more finances for their businesses, whether if they're at the beginning of it, it's just starting out, even thinking about it, or if they're already in business mm -hmm. and you know, if they are looking to scale even more, like what what some what are some things that like people can look at? Yeah, some of the things, um, a lot of people talk about, you know, debt and how you shouldn't go in debt and blah, blah, blah. Yes, you shouldn't go in debt willy nilly. I had a targeted reason why I went into debt in my business for one year. Mm. I got in debt and paid it off in one year. Wow. One year. So I paid myself less so I could get rid of the debt. But the purpose of the debt was to up-level my business. Mm. And, the, and the reason that you see the changes that you see today in Mitchell Consulting is because I did that. Wow. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. Because I did that. But I was diligent to pay it off in one year. And the fruits of my labor from doing that investment in my business mm -hmm. are the results of what you see today. Cause mm. had I not done that, you wouldn't mm -hmm. see any of this. I would still been doing the same thing I was doing. So don't avoid that. I'm not saying get into that willy nilly, but have a targeted reason why you're doing it. Yes. Go get it, make it work for your business, work <laughs> hard and make the changes so that you can see the fruit of your labor within like two years of that investment. Yeah. So some, I, people, some people can't financially, then get your credit right, girl. Hello. Like for real. That's so let's talk about that. Cause I'm glad okay. you mentioned that because that's so important. And I wasn't going, but I'm glad I didn't even have that down there, but that's so important because, you know, seriously, because, we we don't realize, and especially in and 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 this podcast is for everybody. But right now, I'm talking to my peoples, like mm -hmm. yeah, okay, my peoples. Let's get your credit right, and credit how right. how important that is because because now I'm only speaking from my experience, but I am a people. Uh, I'm I'm one of those people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't care how much money you got. If that credit ain't right, guess what? The first thing they're looking at is your credit. Is your credit. Mm -hmm. So it is, It is. if you are an entrepreneur and you really have some big audacious dreams and you have a passion and you're committed to what you do, it's worth taking six months and get your credit right. Get your credit right. Then that way, when you apply for business loans or credit cards that can help your business, you're able to do it. But your personal money life needs to be in order mm -hmm. so that your business can grow. 
you know, I always hear people, well, there's no funding, there's no funding, but what's your credit score? Mm-hmm. Yes, I know there's there's limited funding, but there's also alternative funding as well. You know, so mm-hmm. what are you willing what are you willing to sacrifice cuz if you want somebody to give you money and you have put in nothing, then why should they mm-hmm. give you money? Mhm. Mhm. And the first thing they're going to look at, I'm telling y'all, yeah. I never forget I will never forget when I had, I had, you know, I used to have a nail salon and I went to the bank and I was ready. Y'all had my, I had my business plan. I was like, what y'all talk about? I have everything written out. I was the guy that I'm like, oh yeah, I'm about to get this loan. Cause I know I'm about to get this loan. You know, the first question they asked me, <laughs> how much money you got? <laughs> I said, that's what I came to you for. I, I, I'm coming to you cause yeah. I need a loan. I need, and he said, okay, well how much equity do you have? Because we, we can't get, and I literally, I am not kidding. And this was years ago. I literally had to put money up in yep. order to get a loan. Yep. I wanted up buying. Yes. I wanted up buying a CD and all I wanted was $5,000. Yes. He said, okay, yeah, well, you're going to put something up and then we'll, ma- I had to do that yep. in order to get money. And that taught me a very valuable lesson. Mm-hmm. all those years ago about I was like are you kidding me and so yeah. it's very very it's serious like it's serious they want to know how much you got before they they're like that's why I'm coming to you because I don't have nothing well we want to see something you know we want to be- pay it back right right <laughs> so let me tell you something you know if you worked a job and you have a 401k or a 403b you you could you could get a loan against it to start your business. You could get an equity loan in your property to start your business. You can ask friends and family, but they're going to be in your business. You can go to the bank. You have better credit. Those are just some of the avenues that you can utilize. You know, save that tax return. Reduce your spending. Do you need your nails done every week? Mm -hmm. do you Mm. need that new purse do you you know what's Mm. more important to you Mm -hmm. yeah that's some hard questions again that we said Mm -hmm. that's that unpacking and that mindset not only is it it's the mindset behind yes it's the mindset behind what are you truly trying to accomplish here and Mm -hmm. what is that you're looking to do in the long haul because Mm -hmm. a business is something for longevity it's not something it's something that you want to be scalable it's something that you want to have for a while not to just jump in and and it takes work like it does it takes work you know yeah and and i'm always so interested in you know generational like the tangibles and in intangibles of generational wealth transfer and with a woman being a business owner, she is transferring um, knowledge wealth to her children, not only money wealth to her children, mm-hmm. just by being an entrepreneur. And that thing right there, that's what fuels me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's good. That's good. I love it. I love it. Well, I, we, we, we bonded down. I just, I have another question. So, mm-hmm. Why do you feel that it's so hard for people to even talk about finances? Like, I think it's hard because um, it's a, one is learned behavior. In most households growing up, it was a taboo subject or it was a um, tentious subject. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of tension around um, money not having enough money. But I've also heard of people who on the flip side, they're embarrassed that they they did have money. They were Ooh. able to do, yes, that they wow. were able to do things, you know, so they want no parts of it. Like, I, which I don't understand that because I didn't come from that environment. <laughs> but, you know, they like, 
I don't want any parts of that's their money. You know, that's my parents' money. I'm going to make it on my own. Like, cool. But, you know, a little investment ain't bad. So, you know, I've seen people have both mindsets. But Mm -hmm. because we didn't talk about money, we didn't talk about money. um, And I don't know. I'm this is a a little tough touchy subject in in the christian community you know i'm just gonna believe god i'm just gonna believe god for the financing right Mm -hmm. you can believe god for the financing but he waiting on you not to be mediocre oh that was drop the mic right there wow okay so that's that's why it's it's a hard subject and we don't talk about it in school. You know, we don't learn this stuff in, you Mm-mm. know, K through 12. Unless you take a college. I got an accounting degree. A degree in accounting. And I didn't know how to apply this stuff to my life. <laughs> wow. So it's not taught that way. Wow. That's that's scary. Mm-hmm. I had to figure wow. out. I had to figure it out as an adult, and I paid for an education. Mm. Wow. Well, I'm glad it's folk out here teaching folk now, but it because I'm t- like I said in the beginning, it's so needed, like at every level of your business too. Every level. So, I, I mean, this is not just for people that starting like this is at every level. Like you have to get in there and dig into this stuff at every level. And the more mm-hmm. you get, the more, you know, you know, the more you grow, the more you need to learn because, you know, and then you get to that point where you got people, you know, the wrong people swindling your money. Mm-hmm. out. That's a whole nother thing. Right. So that's why it's good. Like Michelle saying that, you know, her job and her mission is to teach you so that when you do get to that, you know, multi-million dollar business, billion dollar business, I'm claiming for y'all that you at the root of it, know where your money is going, know when something don't look right, when something, wait a minute, that don't look right. And, you know, so you should have your hands still in it, even though you have people, but you still should be able to look at something at a glance or at, you know, and say, hey, something's not right. What's going on here? What's going on there? And so that's why it's so important at this, you know, at these foundational levels to, you know, to really get your, you know, your foot in there and understand and say, okay, no, I really do want to understand. I really do want to learn mm-hmm. um, so that going forward, I can see when something's not right. Right. So, because we know that all people are not honest. I mean, we right. that, that's what it is at the end of the day. So, but if you don't know and you ain't paying attention, right. you don't know. You don't know. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. So I thank you. Well, I, I, I always ask this question too to, to every guest, and we're gonna do a little bit of uh Bible trivia as well. <laughs> I always <laughs> I always ask this question, what does prayer mean to you? Um, prayer means to me, my relationship with God, one. He's the one I can talk to and tell everything to. Like mm. Everything that, that don't nobody else in the world know. <laughs> God knows. Yes. Yeah. So that's, I mean, prayer is every, everything to me a, as a guide in my life. Awesome. I know that's right. Yeah, he said that that was deep. She said, he said, you mediocre. Wow. I thought, listen, God be slapping me in the mouth too. I'd be like, I was like, who you talk to? I'm a mediocre person. (laughs) But girl, for real. That's real. 2017. That's when I heard it. Mm Wow. Yep. Wow. I've been in this for seven years. Wow. Mm -hmm. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah, I I, I, I can't even lie. Over these past couple weeks, I've been here. I've been getting some serious um, 
Yeah, I've been in some so he's been downloading some serious stuff to me, and I'm just like, but you know, I, <laughs> I know how that feel. And I listen, I be listen, I'm gonna be real honest with y'all. I was in the garage like working out the last week, and I just started screaming. I was screaming and crying at the same time. God, what do you want from me? <laughs> It's like that sometimes, and he just be like, mm, "Okay, you you are right now like, but you know, it's real talk." But I love what Michelle said. That's why you have to come around and surround yourself with people who yeah. truly mm-hmm. have your back and who truly will tell you the truth. You know what I mean? Like, and hold you accountable. And mm-hmm. so, and, and I I just love that. I know that I can call Michelle too, and she'll slap me into into um. Into place too and give me, but it's but it's good. Like you know, it's good to have have that that connection and that community and that network of people. And so, if nothing else, I encourage you guys to definitely find it um, and to pay if you can. Like Michelle said, look, she said what three hours a week? Like yep, three. three hours I, I mean, mm-hmm. you just got to start somewhere. It's hard. Yeah. And trust me, it gets easier. Mm-hmm. Trust me, it it gets easier. It really does. Mm-hmm. It does. You just got to trust. So, mm-hmm. All right, so my Bible trivia question for you is, who was the tax collector in the <gasps> Bible that hid in the tree to see Jesus when he came by? A, as a multiple choice, and so, you know, you get multiple choice. A is Zacchaeus, B is John, C is Matthew, D is Luke. Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus, yes. Yes, that's him. He climbed up in the tree because he couldn't see Jesus and he wanted to see him. That is in the book of Luke. Yes, you got it right. Woo! Yes, and then he changed his whole life after that because everybody, no one liked him. They said that that he was cheating people and all of that. And Jesus came through and he said, "I need to stay with you." And Jesus stayed in his house. And then he he changed his ways. So see, yes, you got. I mean, listen, people been getting it right for the last couple interviews. Everybody been getting the questions right. Yes, I'm like, oh shoot, yes, yes, yes. I love it. I love it. I love it. But I love doing Bible because it's for me too. Because guess what? Because I got to go and find it and then right. I learn the answer. And then not only that, you know, you'll know. So the next time you yeah. come across it, you'll know. Yeah. So, Michelle, I thank you. You know, I love you. Please tell everybody a couple things how they can contact you, give people your information so that they can find you, um, locate you. I'm telling y'all, if y'all want to grow and be empowered in your business, your finances, all that. Check Michelle out. Trust me, trust me, trust me. She will, like you said, they do not, she does not care where you are in your business. And she has been there. She has done that. She just told you that she grew her business and she is still scaling her business. And now Michelle has employees, like mm-hmm. she doing the thing. And so tell the people where they can find you, how they can contact you. Um, and then any, you know, what's your final words of encouragement or whatever it is that you want to leave with the people? So, okay, sure. You can find me uh, at my website at mitchellconsultingservice.com. And then you can follow me on social media. Um, my Facebook page is at Mitchell Consulting and Instagram is at Mitchell underscore consulting. Um, I post new new videos on, on my web, on my, um, Facebook page every Monday at three o'clock. So in about a few minutes, I will be going live again (laughs) as I've been doing for the last two years. Um, (laughs) so proud of you. Yes. So you can follow me there. If you need financial services information or, you know, business coaching where I really get into mindset issues, stuff and helping you build and scale your business. Um, you can find me over on the business coaching page, or if you would like for me to speak, it's not up there yet, but I will have a speaking engagement page on my website soon. So. Huh? Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, oh, 
I guess you said I will not be mediocre. I don't know who you're talking to. I am not <laughs> mediocre. <laughs> Woo! Come on. Mm, I love it. Okay, I'm sorry. I just that thing. I was like, I wasn't she didn't even tell me that. I wasn't expecting that. I'm like, what? Oh, Coming okay. soon. Yes, mm. you can book me for a speaking engagement. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, come on in the room. All right, what we'll final thoughts? Are... <laughs> what you want to leave with the people? Encouraging words, final thoughts, whatever it is that you want to leave with the people. Sure. So my final thoughts are um, entrepreneurship is a journey, but it's such a satisfying journey when you are open to changing yourself because you have to change yourself in order to lead other people. Um, Mm. And becoming that CEO is just like a corporation. The CEO doesn't do the work. They delegate the work. So that happens through changing how you think, how you think about yourself, the value you bring, you know, the, what you're offering to your clients. Um, so I just want to encourage you to not quit. Um, because if you quit, you know, you won't succeed, but if you keep on the journey, you will eventually get to where you want to go if you don't quit. So, and surround yourself with like-minded people. That's very key. Very key. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Well, I thank you, Michelle. This has been so awesome. I thank you, thank you, thank you. Like I said, I know you are busy. This lady is busy, busy, busy. So I thank you for carving out time. But she knew, she knew it was Georgette. She knew she I had know. to make some. <laughs> she knew she had to make some time for me. So no, I'm only joking. But I do. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for sitting down with me for another episode of praying and preaking with your girl georgia aka the preaker i thank you guys for tuning in as well i will see you guys on the next episode and like i always say i'm out to deuces and i will see you guys next time take care be safe bye it's your girl Georgette, aka the Preaker, and stay tuned for some outtakes. Deuces. Yeah, I was like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> she got peoples now. She's doing that to peoples. I'm like, that's because I had to oh, hit the mute button. Crazy self. You didn't See, hit the right? mute button. I'm so excited. I'm like, I didn't hit the mute button. Oh, you did it again. How about now? Okay. All right, let me be still. How about that? And why is my light not on anymore, though? But you can hear me? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I ain't going to worry about it. All right. So... <laughs>